message you're about listening to is a sermon by Bishop George Ajiman, the General Overseer of Winnish Chapel, Ghana. Be encouraged, inspired, and uplifted as he brings the word of life to your spirit and soul. Now, a continuation of the previous message. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 18. Verse 18 says, flee sexual immorality. Every sin that a man does is outside the body. God is talking about the body. Every sin that a man does is outside the body. But he who commits sexual immorality sins against his own body, the body that we are presenting a living sacrifice unto him. Our basis that makes us have a, con a covenant with God. When God cuts a covenant with man, what does man offer? Verse 19, 1 Corinthians 6. Or do you not know that your body, your what? Eh, not your spirit. Do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit? If God must have access to this earth, then he must have access to your body because you already have dominion on this earth. So when God plants his temple in you, then he can order the affairs of his kingdom here on earth. Without you, God is limited on this earth. Without you, God is immobilized. Without you, God is not able to do anything. Irrespective of his power and his glory and his majesty and everything, without you, God is incapacitated. Without you, God cannot do anything. That is what we need to understand for us to walk with God. Amen. He knew where the children of Israel were, or he didn't know. He knew. But where did he go to? Outskirts of the city and sat on a tree. Why? Because he cannot by himself, the way he is spirit, interfere in the affairs of man. And so he went and sat on the tree. We don't know how many days he sat there. Waiting for a man, the right man, to pass by. And so God sat there. God sat there. God sat there until a man appeared on the scene. And you know what God said? I, God, I have seen the afflictions, I have seen the oppression, and 
I, God, I have come down to deliver them. Ah, is that all good news? So Moses said, that's right. More powerful. That is God. And then when you read that account, at some point, God said, come, Moses, I will send you to Pharaoh. He said, oh, you have spoiled the show. <laughs> you said you have come down. In fact, I was going to follow you. And then I'll be beating my chest. Pharaoh, you stay there. We are coming. And then this mighty wind will be whirling around and be going. And then I'll say, huh. <laughs> but God said, come and I will send you. People, that is it. He came in his majesty. He came in his power. He came in his authority. He came in the fullness of the Godhead. But he needed the body of a man. That's all. Praise God. God is jealous about your body because that is what you have that he needs. When it comes to healing the sick, it's not your business. Is it, is it, I will take sickness and disease from them. I, I, God, I will take it away from them. All you need to do is to call the sick. Are you sick? Come, let me lay my hands upon you. I know and I believe that if I lay my hands on you, the power of God will flow through my hands to heal. Please, have an understanding. Put your hands together for the... Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So my brethren, this is what God requires. When... God talks about the consequences of sin and, and like we talked about sexual immorality. God does not take, want to take away your pleasure. God does not say, oh, this, this, this is like a parent watching a child make a cup of tea and put 10 cubes of sugar in the cup of tea. Will a parent sit down and watch that? But you see, in the mind of the child, why is daddy denying me, depriving me of my happiness and my joy? Ah, when I make a cup of tea, see sugar. Let me put. You, you see the mind of a child many times that's how we also behave in the presence of God. There are things God tells us not to do. Don't bear grudges. Don't carry evil thoughts about we think why is God putting all of these limitations on me? No. God is not putting limitations on you. God is directing you to long life. God is directing you to peace. God is directing you to health and strength. But you see, in our minds, we think oh, Christianity is not fun. You can't even have a girlfriend. You can't have a boyfriend. You see, you can't even drink alcohol. 
I can't dress the way I want to dress. I have body. Let me show my body. <laughs> you know, that, that is not how we should see the Christian faith. No. We should see the Christian faith like the child and the father. And the child, he sees a whole jar of sugar. If it's this St. Louis cube sugar, maybe about 50 of them in a jar. And then the father takes one and puts in the cup of the boy. And the boy is expecting. <laughs> and then he puts two and he stops. Ah, dad. Dad, why? The boy doesn't understand in any way why the father should stop. You should put the sugar until sugar be, the, the water becomes sugar. Uh -huh. Then you see he will put his tongue to lick. To him, leave him. Leave him, let him enjoy himself. But you know, I know that that is not it. So please, when the scriptures talks about this one that I have just read, flee sexual immorality. He is not curtailing your joy and your happiness. No, you are destroying that which you have to have a covenant walk with him. That's all. And God does not want that. You don't want that, but you don't even know. So flee so that you can present your bodies a living sacrifice unto God. Now, let me talk briefly about kingdom expansion, the assignment that is to be done. We must reach out to people. We must make sure that the glory of God is spread upon the earth, the surface of the earth. Listen, please. God will never ask you to do something which you cannot do. That's number one. God will never ask you to do something which he cannot do. Number three, God does not expect you to do anything but present your bodies a living sacrifice and walk with him. That's all. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 23. Now, may the God of peace himself is that word himself there for you? Is it in your Bible? Now, may the God of peace himself, not you, not someone else, may the God of peace himself sanctify you. Even the body that you are presenting to him, it is him that's that, that does the sanctification. Now, may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely and may your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved blameless. May your spirit, soul, body be preserved blameless by who? Alright? May your spirit, soul, body be preserved blameless by God himself. 
until the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. So yours is to walk with him. His presence in your life will sanctify you. His word in your heart will sanctify you. Say, your word have I kept in my heart so that I will not sin against you. You get the point. So you don't have to worry yourself. Many of us, when we say kingdom expansion, there is something for us to do as if something we have not been doing and then now they say we should do it. Uh, how am I going to do it? Uh, how awkward it will see you for people to see me do. Let's get the perspective right. Verse 24 of 1 Thessalonians 5, it says, He who has called for you to enter into a covenant with him, presenting your body blameless to him, he who has called you is faithful. Who is the faithful one? Who is the faithful one? Who also will do it? Whatever he has called you to do, he, the faithful one, will do it. So what is your own there? Make myself available. Make myself available. There is someone in the community where you are that needs a touch. If Jesus passes through the window and gets there, the person will collapse and die. And so he wants you to be there. And when you are going to such a person, be talking with Jesus. Jesus, I know you are with me. My own is to present myself so that this person won't collapse. All right? He doesn't have to collapse. When he sees me, he's comfortable. All right? Brother, in the mighty name of Jesus. All right? The moment I make a contact, I expect something to be flowing. Because he that is walking with me is with me. And he wants to reach him. So I put my hands there knowing. See? Be healed now. In the name of Jesus. All right? He who wants to reach him has had an opportunity to. Eh, what if he doesn't walk? What if he doesn't rise from the wheelchair? Eh, when I'm going, how will my head be doing? Dong, 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 dong. Okay. Is this something to be ashamed of, Jesus Christ? So don't worry about the work. You know what Jesus Christ said? He said, I will build my church through you if you will make yourself available. So don't worry about the work. He who has called you is a faithful God. He will get this work done. Can you imagine if all of us pick interest? Yes, Jesus, I'm available. In the next one week, next Sunday when I'm coming, I'm making sure that someone else is coming with me. Wow. Jesus will be very busy. <laughs> Amen. All right. Now there is going to be the expression of myself. 
But you see, if you just walk there, I, I, I don't want any trouble. I'm born again. My wife is born again. My children are born again. It's okay for us. Somebody will come and steal from your house. That person probably you ought to have spoken to last month for him to be born again. But you say you are okay. You are not okay. Amen. Praise the Lord. So the work to be done is not to be your primary concern because he who has called you is faithful. He will also do it. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. Let me give you this illustration, John chapter 14. When you present your body a living sacrifice and you are walking with God, he takes over. And he does everything in his own time, on his own terms. John chapter 14 verse 9, Jesus said to him, have I been with you so long, and yet you have not known me, Philip? He who has seen me has seen the Father. Did you hear that statement? I wish it to be highlighted in your Bible. He who has seen me has seen the Father. Hmm. Is that not a, a bold statement? He who has seen me has seen the Father. So how can you say, show us the Father? When you see me, you don't need to see any other person. I and the Father, we are one. When you enter into that covenant with God, you literally get swallowed up in him and he takes over and he does what I think we should be able to understand it we, we, we don't see the, the positive side but we understand the negative side when a demon possessed person is possessed and he's manifesting do you, have you seen before eh? some, some of them their voices even change some of them, their countenance change. Some of them, they, they behave abnormally. Why? Because the spirit in them has literally taken over. We, we hear and see the negative side. So we, we don't bring it to the, to the positive side. But when Jesus Christ is saying that when you see me, you have seen the Father. What he is saying is, I am literally consumed in him. So when you see me, see and understand that you have seen the Father. All right? You can't separate me from the Father. And you, if you walk in that consciousness, then you are an entirely different personality. Amen. Because literally, you become 
an extension of the Father. You become what? An extension of the Father. That is all. That is all. So whatever the Father has flows through you to where it is needed. Whatever the Father is flows through you. So wherever you are, you stand between the Father and then the person in need. And then you, you become just an extension pipe. All right? Yesterday I used the word, you become a field officer, extension officer, a substation, ECG substation. There is the main station somewhere in Akosombo. Is it is Akosombo that it is? All right. But when you go to Wager, there is a Wager substation. All right. The power comes in its bulk, 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 like that to Wager. And then they, at Wager, they have other machines that step it down so that somebody can take a bit that he needs to light his bulbs and his fridge. You get the point. But if the light coming from Akosumbo, that, that cable carrying that can, comes into the house of the person, what will happen? <laughs> you get the point. All right? So you become an extension officer. You become an acceptable person because you are friendly. There are some of these wires up there. They hang them up there so that they don't want you to go near because they are not friendly. You know that. These cables working there that you see five beds perching on it, doing pick, 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 go and touch any of them. Because the power that they carry is not meant for you. All right? So if your hand touches that thing, the volume of the power will carry you and throw you somewhere. All right? But that cable is going somewhere. It is going to a, a substation somewhere. All right? And then in that substation, they have other machines that will bring down so that you just take your 12 by 2 wire and then you go and you have light in your house. You become the substation of God. That's all. That, that, that's the nature of the work. Become the substation of God. You are not the main power source. You are an extension. What are you? An extension officer. That's all. All right? So when next you are at the bus stop and somebody comes to tap you and say, shift, let me sit, say, praise God. As you are touching me, you are touching the extension office of God. Power is flowing through you. I say, Excuse me, who are you? <laughs> I'm extension officer, George. Extension officer, George. What are you extending? The power. Uh, that's all. You just start free talk. But you see, if you carry faith in your heart, something will happen. 
that you are very privileged to touch me today because I'm an extension officer about to happen somewhere and you are the first. Say something. Don't just keep quiet. Amen. Once you know this, then you see the power dimension of the assignment and it makes it very easy for you. I want you to put your right hand upon your chest and I want you to say after me, from this day, I see myself walking with God. I see myself presenting my body a living sacrifice unto my God. A body which makes me an extension officer of the kingdom of our God. From today, wherever I appear, the kingdom of God appears. From today, whatever I say, the kingdom of God has spoken. From today, I become an extension of the power of God, of the glory of God, of the healing of God, of the saving grace of God. As I walk with this conscience, and I walk in the consciousness of this, I see the manifestation of the extension of the kingdom of God. Father, thank you for giving me this understanding, partnering with you, presenting my body a living sacrifice unto you. Thank you, Jesus. As I step out there, I know your presence is manifested and your glory is seen. Thank you, Lord, for confirming every word that I will speak with your signs following. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for listening to this sermon by Bishop George Adjuman. We hope you have been blessed. To get more of this podcast, log on to our website www.winnersghana.org. You can also follow his handle at Bishop George Adjuman on Facebook and SoundCloud. God richly bless you.